from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, and ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage right, yeah, <laughs> She's saying I'm being a bully She's starting this week on a contrary note Saying I'm being a bully Because I'm telling her to wait until we get on the air To talk about all these things she's bursting with. I was talking to a friend about my feelings <laughs> and was told to shut up and then was put on a recorded device. But so guess what? You tell me how you would feel, listener. Guess what? Now I've hit record and you can talk about your feelings all you want. Well, I've kind of shut down. I don't know if I want to talk about them. Sweet girl, no. That's Lindsay over there. She's upset. She's turning away from me. That sound over there is Morgan. <laughs> I'm I'm in her. I'm in the doghouse with Lindsay right now, folks. That's right. That's right. I've, but I'm willing to put it aside for the sake of the podcast. She's talking about you know things from this week, and I keep telling her to hush and save it for the air. So here we are. This is Stage Right Podcast Week. Four again, also known as the longest week in the history of weeks. <laughs> also, for both of us, so long, so crazy, so busy, and yet we only recorded like five days ago. We didn't even record a full week ago. This was like our only free night we had in common. Oh. I don't think either of us wanted to do anything but sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for the greater good, we are here for you, people. Here we are. Here we sit on the floor of my closet on a Friday night at 8.30. With a smile on our faces. <laughs> no. It's true, though. We both have been burning the candle at both ends. Lindsay's had a crazy busy week, both at work and rehearsal. Yes. Morgan has had a busy week oh. juggling multiple shows. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you keep it all in your head. I'm struggling with one. <laughs> I don't keep it all in my head. One small sliver of one show is enough. <laughs> I- my brain is exploding to answer your question. I started both Big Fish and The Adams Family, which are two fantastic musicals, but both pretty big. I started those both within the past week. And then Romeo and Juliet opens uh, four weeks from last night, and we are doing okay. We're running a little bit behind, though, so I'm, like, frantically trying to catch up. So I'm sure you guys are doing great. We're doing great, but it's just like you said, it's been one of those weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, with my work schedule, I was, you know, getting there early, mm-hmm. leaving around six, going straight to mm. rehearsal. Or uh, so we had like a, a training kind of thing downtown, which mm-hmm. for where we commute, normally it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to get to work. So it'd be an hour and a half to get to work <gasps> on Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh. I hate this city in those moments. <laughs> Oh, people, here's the thing. I'm going to go on a little rant. People in California, yes, I I love California. I agree you also have bad traffic. But, man, we got it pretty, our traffic is not great here. And I feel like it's, it is all about expectations. Ooh. Like, so someone is sitting there probably in their two-hour commute thinking, mm-hmm. oh, that's nothing. But when your week is normally budgeted time-wise mm-hmm. with this 15 to 20-minute commute and you steal an additional hour from me, I'm livid. 
That's why we moved to the suburbs, Lindsay. That's right. So we can go to the grocery <laughs> store in peace. Yeah, Lindsay and I don't live in Dallas proper. We both live about 30 miles north of Dallas. Yes. And we like it here. For good reason. Stay away, everyone. We don't like our... Tra- <laughs> We're like old... We should start an old ladies... Want to be old ladies podcast because we just like our peace and quiet. <laughs> our next phase, but but yeah. So just starting the day off in, on a negative note, and then uh, just going straight into rehearsal. This was mm. the last week that we are we're allowed to have our scripts. We're supposed to be off book oh, on Sunday, which crap. is two days from now. So I had a lot going on at work to where I had to, you know, make the responsible choice of I'd rather stand on stage Sunday and get chewed out for mm-hmm. not knowing my lines mm-hmm. than I don't know fail at my job. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, like, going from rehearsal straight, you get there the next day, they're like, are you guys practicing? I'm like, like, in what spare time? No, I'm not. I I went directly home to sleep and then back on the road. (laughs) It's this, I feel, I feel you on that. It's like, I, you just laugh. You're like, I, when is that spare time? It does not No, I, no, I did not spend my spare time doing this. Didn't I just leave this place? (laughs) Didn't I just leave here less than 24 hours ago? What do you mean? Yeah, I totally feel that. Very funny. I, I did, uh, full disclosure, I remember I was sitting in a meeting and I caught myself kind of going through dance moves in my head, and I was like, focus! Pay attention! She just slapped herself, y'all. Oh my god, she just slapped herself in yeah, the face. Yeah, pay attention. I was making sure she you was. understood the emotion at the time. She was reliving I did, it. I did not slap myself in the meeting, I just kind of shook it off. I was gonna say, did you really do that? I wish I did now. Oh my god, Draw more too. attention to myself. Your boss would have been like... There was a fly, a mosquito in here. I saw it. I got it. But, well, uh, yeah, we made it through. Can we high five for that? I mean, we did. it's been a week. We're warriors. We are. We can do this. That's right. We're strong, independent <sighs> women. We are. That's what we like to say. Yes. We are strong, independent women, and we can do hard things. <laughs> yes. Well, and gracefully, while looking pretty. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> Okay. All that said, here we are. Oh, shout outs this week. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Shout outs are to my, what we will call the dance buddies. Because mm. there's a small cadre of women that we have congregated somewhat naturally before mm. and after rehearsals to practice these very complicated and very detailed routines to songs that all feel quite similar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play music and we're like, shoot, which one is this? <laughs> Can we call them the dancing queens? We of course can. <laughs> What ABBA, else would we call them? A little ABBA reference for those of you who were not uh, up with the lingo. That's right. We're doing Mamma Mia here. Education here. So the Dancing Queens get a shout out. Why? Say it again. Why particularly have they blessed your life this week? Because, well, for one thing, I've learned that this is all like pretty new for them. Mm. One of them has experience doing some stuff in high school. And I think maybe one other... Uh, play, but she still feels like very new to it. One woman did a play like 25 years ago and, or a musical 25 years ago and now it's getting back into it. The other woman, she, uh, has done a lot of straight plays, but has never been in a musical. So we all feel like we're kind of in this together for the first time. Found, found some comfort and, and kindred spirits. Buddies. That's right. So you guys have been like showing up early and like yeah, getting stretched out. We have a group chat with a, with a lot of gifts, gifts without the T. Love a good gift. The best kind of gift. <laughs> the See best kind of gift is a gift. That's right. That's right. It is. We'll put that on a tote and sell it. That's right. Well, I really, I really hope I didn't steal that because I feel like I made it up and I really like it. I think you should trademark it if you have made it up. You ever um, had a great idea and then you realize? So 
Hold on, sidetrack. Mm. So Bitmoji, a very popular thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking when I say like a year and a half ago, me and a friend were like, wouldn't it be cool if you could make emojis <laughs> that look like you? And then, then maybe it wasn't a year and a half ago. It was like right before Bitmoji was popular. Oh, you so like, we, we started dreaming big. We're like, we need to find someone to make an app. Like, this is a million dollar idea. <gasps> we tell our husband about it. He's really pumped. And we like, we like a day happens later and he texts her and is like, this already exists, and it's quite popular. <laughs> oh, dang. I was so, going to say, you missed out. But what we like to think is we have more ideas in us of mm-hmm. the same caliber. So it's just a matter of time until we're there first. That million-dollar idea, and you can go on Shark Tank. That's right. Pitch it. That's right. Wham, bam, you're done. Exactly. Millions in the bank. Side I track. just wanted to tell you about that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I have one more shout-out I didn't tell you about. Oh, I want to say, I want, I do want another shout out, want to do another shout out to Caesar, our sound guy. Yes. Cause we did a, a shout out for him on week one, but he's just been like really working hard on the back end of all this. So I just want to say, and yeah, he's just great. Yeah. He is currently helping us with stuff while we record. <laughs> yeah. So he has been an extra human to do things for us that are hard that we are, we'll just go ahead and say it, tired. <laughs> We're t- I don't want to do it. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second, but let's complete the shout out. Thanks, babe. I mean, Caesar. Um, Thanks, baby. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Sweetie pie. But yeah, he's great and he's been working hard. And so I just feel like he deserves an extra one. He deserves multiple shout outs. You're right. So I'm going to go back to what you were just saying. This whole, like, we're going to say it, we're tired thing. I was just telling Lindsay (laughs) before we got on the air about how I hate those people. And y'all can identify. Y'all know. I hate those people that are like, oh God, I'm just so busy right now. I'm just like really tired because I'm just like so busy. But like... I'm so busy. <laughs> I'm so I made it a point about a year ago, though, like when people ask me how I'm doing, because it feels like the social script busy is just like a common thing. Yeah. Say. And I was like, yes. I don't want to be that person, so I'm not going to say it. But I feel like it comes off as rude. Cause like, oh, mm-hmm. how are things going? Busy? I'm like, no, they're they're pretty average. It's, just, it's kind of like a conversation. Like, and it just stops. Pause. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know how to react. Though. So, uh. Yeah, like, I think I'm doing a normal amount of stuff. My plate feels like it's got a good amount on it. Like, <laughs> and that's I'm not, not the end. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not but underwhelmed. Yeah, just people see that. <laughs> they just talk about how busy they are like it's badge of honor or something. Yeah. But, uh, so, we we can hate these people, but just be be cautious about how strongly you want to not be one of them. I know. <laughs> Creates awkward social situations. Yeah, because this week we feel, we're feeling the heat. Well, so here we are. You have completed week three of rehearsal? I think so. It's a whirlwind, my friend. Math is hard. I know. Especially, you're doing math, you're doing singing, you're doing dancing. <laughs> okay. So we'll just dive right in. So we've been continuing choreography. We learned a lot in the mm. second week. but So this week we ran through act one on one day. We did a little bit of choreography on another day, then another run through of act two. So we've now like completely walked through the show. We, Oh, we took one day to just do entrances and exits of the whole oh. show mm-hmm. went through and kind of marked enter stage left, exit this door. But that when was helpful. The, yeah. 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 But then you have to remember it. <laughs> True. Uh, and also like once everyone gets on stage and the director sees it, sometimes he's like, actually, no, I want you to enter over here. So mm-hmm. you're like, I had committed it to memory mm-hmm. and it has changed. Mm-hmm. No. So we, we did all those things, but with the choreography, you know, they'll teach it to you in the eight counts. You are like, 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In case you didn't know uh, how to get to an eight count, That's I thought I would do demonstrate. It. This podcast is It's educational. called Counting Us In. Can you count us in, Lindsay? Five, six, seven, eight. And one. one and two. And, and three, three. And four. And five, six. And just quit. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You, can, you are ca- you're an expert counter enter. That's righty. Uh, anyway, so the little teacher of the counts, but mm-hmm. then you know, you're listening to music. And so it doesn't always line up maybe with what you want it to, like a word or a beat, mm-hmm. but it, it looks nice. But you're just like, when, when is it supposed to go? When does the seven occur? And also then you have to be singing. <laughs> so someone's like, how do you do this? She's like, well, you just gotta keep counting. And the other one's like, and singing and breathing and being in the right spot. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm not just saying that. Like, it's like so, so many different muscle groups in your brain going at once it's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach and then a third limb doing something else and a fourth limb doing something else. Like it's hard to describe even until you're in it. It's hard. Like which seven do we come in on? And then you go out there and you look all spastic, (laughs) but you have to, here's the thing. It's never going to be right the first time Yeah. ever. Yeah. The first time you go out there, you should just admit to yourself, it's going to fail in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard. Um, cause you do the choreography and you have the mirror to see everyone. Oh, yeah. And there, there are a couple numbers where I'm in the front, a couple where I'm in the back cause mm-hmm. I'm very tall, but the ones where I'm in front, especially it's kind of hard to know if we're moving in sync together. You know, we uh, talked about that last week a bit that, you know, the beauty of it comes from everyone doing it together. So when you're in the back, it's like, Oh, I can see it. When you're in the front, I'm like, mm. I have no idea what this looks like. I hope it's going okay. When you're in the front, you feel like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially when we're dancing on stage versus a room with a mirror or something, mm. uh, it's just hard to kind of check in with your other people, your teammates. Yeah, on, for on sure. And, you know, being a community theater, people are adults and have other jobs. Uh-huh. So the choreographer isn't always able to be there, which is, I know, I know that's where the dance captains come in, but the dance captains are also on stage with us a lot. So right. you don't have that kind of person getting the whole perspective to kind of see how it's going and giving you feedback. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I think made it, some of us a little bit nervous of, oh dear, like we hope we're doing it right. We just can't really see it. So question, did you move to a different space? Uh, yes and no. We've been in the place we'll be performing quite, quite a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been surprised by how much we've gotten in there. Uh, but then we've also been in just some like rooms that, that have been available. So I see we've been in a couple of different spaces and some, and some of these transitions you're talking about were times where you had typically done it in the room with the mirrors and now you're not in that yeah, room anymore. Yeah. Or okay. maybe, you know, we set up some tables. One of the sets has tables. Mm-hmm. And so the tables are set out and we know where to go, but then on stage they're spaced out further or like a little different. So sure. it's like, Oh shoot, I have to take four more steps than mm. I was planning or, or something like that. Or yeah, that's tough. And that sounds about right. That sounds about like week three. If that helps you feel any better. Okay. That sounds about like week three, this whole like piecing it together yeah. part. Cause you know, the first time I went through, I was thinking, oh goodness, this doesn't seem very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, it's the, it's the literal first time we're doing uh-huh. this. Like it's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But when you work on the choreography, when you put it together, you feel like it should be more okay. polished than it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to remember this was, this was our first walkthrough, read through, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So like not to be too hard on ourselves. Um, it's hard to trust the process Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're like, but it feels like it should be easier. (laughs) I say, I say it a lot and I, I say it, but I don't often believe it as much as I say it. And I should believe it more, which is trust the process. And I know that sounds super cliche, but repetition is magic. 
Yeah. And the more you do stuff, whether you believe it or not, it gets better every time you do it. Yeah. Every time you do it, you're taking a little step and a little step and a little step and a little step. Uh, what is it? One of my favorite quotes I say, I say, you usually say it before tech week, but I'll go ahead and give it to you now. Cause I love you. Great things are done by a series of small things done together. Mm-hmm. You have to put the little pieces together to create the big thing. And so if you guys feel bad right now, meaning like you feel like you're like, is this show going to come together again? You're about on right on track. Yeah. We, uh, we were laughing because if, if you're not familiar with the play, Mama mm-hmm. Mia has three dads as characters. Super and- deep storyline, by the way, very deep, very profound. I'm being sarcastic, <laughs> but uh, I love it, but it's not. Yes. Anyway. But, uh, but the three dads, they like, they don't do much in the way of like dancing. They have a couple of songs and, and the men in, in the show have, phenomenal voices they're very good actors but like they don't do much in the way of dancing mm-hmm. so there's this one number it's kind of like a, a nightmare a dream song and uh Ooh. and so the dads come in for this one part literally all they do <laughs> is they walk like in a wedding for was called yeah like the foot one foot together Processional. Next, that's it okay um that's a big word Processional. <laughs> thank you can i can i get that in a sentence please i walked down the pers- uh, I walked in a processional to receive my diploma? Question mark. Who walks that way to get a diploma? Dun, 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 so you walked like one dun, foot together, dun, one dun, foot dun, together. Dun. <laughs> no, I didn't. You're Did right. Did your graduation take 18 hours? <laughs> Maybe. There were a lot of us. No, you're right. It's really only in a wedding. <laughs> Man, I, I sounded dumb just now. I said processional wrong. I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna start recommending people walk in processionals in more places. Just IRL. It's it's underused. Just, yeah. Uh, anyway, so they they walk the out that way. Come out. Yeah. So quite literally, maybe four counts, maybe a full eight counts. Then they pause. They like do something, and then just like unveil the bride. Then they literally walk off the stage and they're expected to at some point turn around and face the the daughter, the main character, and, and walk backwards. Okay. So I just described that to you. You could probably do it. Yeah. We were dying laughing because we're like, when do I turn? <laughs> oh, when, no. And when do I do this? And do you want us facing this way? Or the like, dad. <laughs> the dads. So like me, oh, me and my man. dancing queens, we're, we're like each other like, they're <laughs> like, the funniest part, like they have all these questions. Meanwhile, we're over there and five, six, seven, eight, and one, and punch, and drop, and kick, and burn, and twirl, and run to the other side of the stage, and do all these other <laughs> they things. They have no idea. <laughs> these dads have no idea. We're just like, please let me walk backwards. <laughs> oh my god. Please, can I just come on as a processional, walk backwards, face a direction, and walk off? Like, please. We're sweating. I would love that. Dehydrated. Yeah, you're over there in the corner, like, curled in a small ball, like, rocking back and forth, and the dads, meanwhile. We have a group, oh, that's hilarious. We have a group Lindsay. text to talk about all the pieces of our body oh. that are sore. Parts you didn't know you had. We, we decided it's parts we don't know the name of. It's like, sure. what is the spot between your lower back and thigh slightly towards your back, but not really? <laughs> I just like, you can only point to these places because they I, feel funny. It's like, where is that exactly? I hate that you're feeling that way, but I love the group chat. Like, I just love that y'all are talking to each other. It just like warms my heart. Friendship. I know that you've made these new friends and hopefully Some lasting. might say it's magic. Theater's magic. I say it all the time. Theater's magic. (laughs) 
So piecing things together this week. Yeah. What else? Did you do some blocking? We talked about blocking last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah. So one, one of the nights we spent the whole time doing entrances and exits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then shortly after that, he just wanted to run through. I told you the first act and second act. So in the first act, I, all of my lines mainly are in just the very first scene. Okay. And so we, we come in and he told us right at enter and then our exit. And he was like, just do whatever you want in between and I'll stop it if I don't like it. Okay. Uh, which was like fun. Dare I say improvisation. And it happens all the, it happens often. There's a lot of directors that actually work that way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but, but that was a lot of fun, uh, for me, you know, to be able to make choices and mm-hmm. kind of to have a, have a role in what your character mm-hmm. looks like, the, the final product. Cause I, I think mm-hmm. we maybe touched on that before. I think I just had this idea that people, I don't know, just follow direct instructions on stage, but you kind of see how much actors get to put into their character along with the director. It's, uh, Team marker. It but, really is. Yeah. It's more than you would think. And I'm really proud of you for, in a lot of ways, probably honing your improv skills. No, it, it, it was funny because I was like, oh gosh, like, what if I should do this? And I was like, I'll just go out there and like, like it's an mm-hmm. improv scene. Like I know my lines and just like do whatever feels right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was fun because like, he gave us things to think about, you know, like here, you've been on this side of the stage. So when you get to this section, just keep in mind that you want to work this other side of the stage yep. too. Visibility. So, yes. Yeah, so like little things like that. He's like, and, you know, each time the, the storyline shifts, move to a new spot. He's Let's just right. see what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a lot of fun. One thing I had, and I don't know if it's an observation or if it's an accurate observation or if I'm kind of reading into it too much, but he kept giving a lot of us notes of like, be bigger, mm-hmm. be bigger. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, in improv, we uh, focus a lot on having honest reactions and, right. and whatever uh, situation, absurd mm-hmm. situation, have an honest reaction. And so it's like, well, I, I feel like I'm like being honest, like my personality be like, oh, really? Whereas he was like, oh, really? Kind of like, you like with <laughs> maybe some gestures life. because people are sitting in the far back. And Cartoony if you make, almost. Yeah. Because when you're in the very back of the theater, you make a small gesture that they can't see it. So like right. if you would wave subtly, wave a little bigger mm-hmm. so everyone can see it. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. So I, I wanted to pose the question to you kind of, is that a good generic note of, like, instead of having this, like, this is honestly the tone I would use or how I would react, but, like, thinking bigger and trying to make my character bigger, mm-hmm. or does it really depend? It's a really good question. So, a couple of different layers to it. I think it depends on your medium. For example, film. The camera is right here. My my hand is, like, <laughs> six inches from her face right now. The camera is right there. So first of all, that's probably the least amount you're going to do is camera acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as far as on your face goes, I'm is not, our, is our play not being televised? Is it, <laughs> is it not Mamma Mia live? I don't know. I might need to call Fox and see if, if you guys want to be the next one. Well, this is brand new information. I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> hey, our adoring podcast listeners can hopefully come catch you live on stage. So we'll give them the dates later on so they can come see the show. Fly in. Get your tickets. (laughs) But anyway, we were talking about, what were we talking about? Uh, Um, Honest reactions being bigger. Okay. So if the, if you're doing film, like for example, I'm really bad at film, like honestly, because for that very reason, they'd be like, do less, do less. Why are you doing so much? My eyebrows are very active. Come to find out. And they're like, well, your eyebrows, like, why are they doing so much? And I just realized like I'm a stage person. It just is in me. So then I'm also, so that's one thing is film. But then I'm also, as I've said before, I'm taking a, an improv class for the first time. So I'm kind of learning this, this world you speak of, of comedy. Um, so it's kind of this middle ground is what I'm realizing, especially because comedy houses are typically smaller. Yeah. Yeah. The audience sitting in the back 
can still see your yeah you're only t- your your max 20 feet away yeah it's more intimate setting. right so the stage you're performing in they're 30 40 feet away at least they're in the back row so you can kind of view it as that like levels almost but it's it's a really tricky thing to have honest reactions but they're also playing to the back row. It's yeah. tricky. It's yeah. real tricky. Cause I'm, I'm the kind of director that I don't want you to look phony. I don't want it to look yeah. cartoony. Yeah. I want it to look realistic, but at the same time, think of it like this. Think of it like you're just amping up. You're just amping up the volume on what's already there. Okay. You that, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's helpful. Cause being bigger, I say it all the time too, but it's honestly sometimes not very helpful to an actor to just say, be, be bigger, be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. When he that says that I'm like thinking of when you, so I, so I love camping and backpacking Ooh, and I'm yeah. thinking about when they say like encounter a bear and put your hands up and be big. So he's like, be bigger. I'm like my hands. I don't know what to do, but put them up. <laughs> uh-huh. It's tough. Because it's like, Should I growl? <sighs> well, okay. So here's some practical, here's some practical advice. Levels are always great. He may not be bigger, taller. He may mean make a bigger choice, meaning go down on a level, try an angle. Angles and levels as far as physicality are always helpful. Bolder, bolder physical choices because we tend to, because of our... I like that bolder instead of bigger Mm -hmm. resonates better. Okay, good. Because in our lives, we're, you know, typically hunched over a phone or hunched over a laptop or, you know, just in normal conversation, we're just kind of standing. We're not used to making these big, bold movements. So they feel foreign to us to do. And so it takes practice. Sometimes, okay, I'll go on this little tangent. Sometimes we work from the inside out and sometimes we work from the outside in. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to feel it inside before it can translate to your body. But sometimes you just have to make your body do it and trust that the feeling will follow. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes that's very improv. look at you, you know, is it good? So sometimes you just have to make the big, bold physical choice he wants you to make. And then trust that when you do it enough times with enough repetition, the honesty is going to fall into yeah. place. And I'm going to make another plug for the book I recommended last time. Presence okay. by Amy Cuddy because she talks about how our posture can affect our confidence levels, then it makes so much sense to me because I feel like with improv, as Mm -hmm. I mentioned, a lot of times we'll say lead with your body. Like if you don't have an Mm. idea, if you're blank, make a physical change, look, look somewhere different, adjust your chin, move your elbow, kneel, like do something with your body and it sparks something within you. And Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how it works. Like, you know, you you do a drill and you're like, this is kind of silly, but like, I feel different and I have, I now have an idea for this character and, and who I am and where I'm from and what I feel like and what I want. It's just, like, crazy that, like, these subtle changes work, but that's part of how we're wired, so read the book. Well, that makes me think of, I do want to read that book, because I think it might help me, because I do, have you ever done a spacewalk? No. So, a spacewalk in theater is is kind of, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's what it sounds like. The actors just kind of walk around the space, and then the director leads you through different prompts, and I do spacewalks often to help my actors figure out where their character physically leads from. Yeah. So yeah. basically they'll be walking in the room. I'll put music on and you know, one of the rules is you're in your own lane. You're not worried about what anybody else is doing. You're not talking, but I will call out different parts of the body and I'll say lead with your toes. Yes. This is the exact same thing as improv. So I yeah. have done it. Yeah. So they'll, yeah. and then they'll lead with their toes and I'll clap my hands and say, go to neutral and then lead with your head, lead with your chest, lead with your hips. And, and then you feel uh-huh. differently. It's mm-hmm. insane. And yes. then they have to identify, and then it helps them to identify a starting point from where their character lives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have done a spacewalk. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love it. When, yeah. when did you do it? I think with Caesar probably. <gasps> 
So really? Morgan Caesar is also my one of my, my improv coach. I was gonna say oh, one of that's my improv cool. coaches. Yeah, too. that's how that's how um, I know Lindsay too is that Caesar's her improv coach. So yes. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's cool that you guys have done that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, maybe we did it in classes too. It's just been so long I don't remember, but I'm pretty confident with that with Caesar. If not, sorry for lying. Cool. <laughs> no, it seems like something he said he's told me you guys have done before. So okay, that said, then where do you think your character would lead from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I need to do, yeah. as homework, maybe I need to do a space <gasps> homework. <gasps> I'll help you if you want. I'll lead you through it. Sounds like so much fun. Oh, my God. That Any opportunity for quality time, I'm in. QT. So no, where, do yeah, you think, cool. where do you think she leads from? I can't decide. Is she a brainy person, or is she a heart person, or a gut person? Uh, uh, we'll go with gut, because I'm supposed to be spontaneous, I think. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, to be continued, to be continued. I think we'll do a spacewalk for your homework and more will be uncovered. Yes. On, on to another question I have for you this week. Okay. Um, so I talked a bit and, uh, during the first week of rehearsal about how we would get assigned our kind of musical part and how Mm -hmm. there's harmony. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really realize that was a thing because background music all kind of just sounds like the same to me, (laughs) like like chaos and noise. The doo-doos in the back, you mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the wahoos. Yes. And so come to find out there are like six different notes happening there to create a beautiful Mm -hmm. sound that it's very unfortunate for people like me who cannot hear each one of those (laughs) notes. So so they assigned music and we talked about how we recorded them and I've been listening to my parts and I feel like I know them. Like I listen to them all the time in the the car while I'm exercising, while I'm doing various things. Okay. And so I feel like if I have to go right now any of my parts, I could sing them. By yourself. Yes. But once we get on stage, and not even just on stage, just with everyone singing, it's very, very difficult for me Mm -hmm. to maintain my note. So, like, we'll be doing a number, and I'm like, I just listened to this, and I knew I sang it to myself. What do you start singing instead? The melody? Like, I don't know. Because, like, I hear the melody, and I can hear myself, and it just doesn't sound right. Like, I know I'm off. And I know it sounds bad. So then I'm like, well, I should just stop singing because I'm ruining this. I'm like, no, I'm not here to not sing. So then I'll just go Mm. for it again. And then I'm, like, singing melody or the part that whoever's standing next to me. I just have a really hard time, like... And it's not being confident in my note because, like, I can hear it's wrong. It's like I can't find it. Mm-hmm. It's that that is a common struggle, believe it or not, but a a real one. <laughs> um, a couple of different things you can do, and I'll ask you if you've done these things because you may have. Have you tried practicing your part with the OBC playing? No, I've tried on the rehearsal tracks. That's what the kind of music person recommended. She was like, you know, listen to your part and then play the rehearsal track, which is just the background, just music. What no, is no is it an app that you guys are using for your yeah, rehearsal track? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me what it's called? I can as I look at it really quickly. Because that my... matters because I'm familiar with some of them. Some of them I might be able to help you. The app is called MTI Player. It is blue. Oh, okay. So that app is great. That's um, one of the many companies that we go through to get tracks. Their tracks are fantastic, but they don't have on those tracks a way to isolate your vocal parts. So never mind. That's not what I would recommend. I would recommend practicing with the OBC. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why am I I saying that? Because I'll hear the other parts Uh and I'll have to learn to sing mine. Uh Uh-huh. You'll hear yours too, though. So like, listen to it first and you'll, all of a sudden you'll go, Oh, yep. There's my note. I hear it. Okay. You'll hear them singing it and then do the finger in the ear thing, right? Where you're singing your note, but listening to the OBC. That's number one. And then you said it, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. So like if you practice it wrong, 
that's what's going to get in your muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. So also remember that combined with the fact that you should never do it full speed at first. Really? So if you have time to work at home, I would break it down. Don't work it with the track. Work it without the track. Well, you can't work it without the track and still find your note. It's like, just Like I said, I, f- I feel like I know it. Like yeah. if you tell me which song to say and do my part, I feel like I can nail it. I just... I just get lost in the shuffle when Mm -hmm. everyone's singing. So maybe then, and it's also about getting up on your feet and something about adding your body into it Mm -hmm. adds another layer of difficulty. So maybe practice your choreo and your vocal part with the OBC. I, I've done that a bit. Like when I'm practicing, because I, because your tip to sing while, sing Mm -hmm. while I run. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've been trying to sing while I dance also. And and I I definitely see that because it was hard. Like the first couple times I did, it's like, oh dear, there are other things happening now. (laughs) I can't just focus on the words. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also made me realize I need to study the words a bit more because like being distracted with your body, I'm like, oh, I don't know the lyrics as well as I thought I did. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But I, I'm going to try the, I'll add that to my homework list, the, the Broadway cast while I'm practicing my part. I think that would help. Um, It'll at least simulate what's happening when I'm in rehearsal and mm-hmm. just messing it up. <laughs> at least, well, it'll hear, it'll, you'll hear what the whole sound is supposed to sound like, which then can help you to isolate your part within that. Okay. And then practicing it, not just singing it, but practicing it while you move. It's super crucial. Yeah. It's okay. super crucial. So first step, just practice, uh, with the OBC mm-hmm. and then practice with OBC while dancing. Yes. Another, I mean, you could do more options of this, meaning like, are any of your buddies a different vocal part than you? Yes. All of them. Most of them. So what you could do is, is have them, if you don't have their recordings of their vocal parts, try playing their vocal part and singing yours. Oh yes. Okay. Like steal their recording and listen to the soprano part and try and match and get a, there's an app for your phone. That's like a a keyboard app or a pitch pipe app. And you can play your starting pitch and then play... Is this too much? No, no, you're good. <laughs> play their vocal part and sing with them and try and hold your harmony while their note is playing. Yeah. Okay. No, it's hard, but that's the kind of stuff that... It, okay. Let me go on this little side note. This is the kind of stuff that people don't see that you have to do at home if you want to be good. I'm just going to put a period on that. Like uh, in Broadway or working professionally in regional work, the people that are putting in this legwork at home are the people you don't see. You don't, I mean, they're doing the work you don't see. Um, but it's this kind of tedious, repetitive, ridiculous stuff that eventually you're going to have that breakthrough that I know is coming for you. Okay, cool. I'm, no, I'm excited because I think, I, I don't know, you, you hear a lot, especially someone like me who didn't grow up playing a lot of instruments or something. It's like, oh, some mm-hmm. people just have an ear for music. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you hear mm-hmm. that being said. And, and so it's like, maybe I maybe I don't have an ear for music. I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, I, I truly don't think that's true. It's just that, like you said, you it just you have wasn't to learn you, what you're listening for. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't how you Ooh, were brought up. Okay. Sports analogy time. Yes. Here we so, go. So baseball. I never played softball. Okay. Um, when I, my mother asked me if I wanted to play when I was a child, I said, I don't want to get dirty. No, thank you. <laughs> Which is funny to me because I was a very filthy kid who played outdoors all the time. I don't know why all I had it. All of a sudden you were yeah. like, nope. All of a sudden I was too good for softball. Not for this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, so baseball was never like my favorite sport. I wasn't all that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
in like high school and college, I had some friends that played, and as I learned more about the game, it was really fun to watch once you know what you're watching for. Right. Because I played basketball, which is a faster pace, uh, uh, seemingly. Like, I know what I'm looking for. It happens, like, there's always stuff going on. I'm constantly entertained. So when I would watch a baseball game, I'm like, and they're walking up to the plate, <laughs> and the ball's in the air for five seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for being judgy. I, I am a baseball fan, but, like, you start looking what to watch for, mm-hmm. like, the, the players on the bases, the, what their body language is doing, what you think they might do, how the pitcher is preparing, like, the strategy behind it, and you understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then it's fun and exciting. So it's like, if you don't know what you're looking for or what you're listening for, it just glosses over and it seems uninteresting. Yes. End sports analogy. I love that. I think that's great. Um, it gives you a greater appreciation. It's like when a, you know, well, I mean, I'll say it's hard for me to like enjoy theater when I go to watch theater. It's like really hard for me to enjoy it. So the times that I do enjoy it, it's just so magical for me because I don't know. It's, it's, I hope you enjoy it when you watch our show. I will. <laughs> oh well, no, I'm not going to know. Whether by enjoy, not to I don't you. mean. I don't mean by enjoy that I can. Uh, I can't find things to appreciate. By enjoy, I should clarify that I mean lose myself in the play. Like it's very hard for me to completely forget I'm watching a play and lose myself in that. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by enjoy. For me yeah. to enjoy a play means it, it literally transports me and I forget I'm watching a play. And you're there with them. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. It's hard when that's what you do. You know? <sighs> Sounds like a good book. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. We have not yet cut on Lindsay Loves Books. <laughs> so does Morgan. We have that in common. So I love that about us. All right. Um, let's see. What do we, Is it time for homework? Not, no, quite, not yet. quite Well, okay. there's a couple of things you said that I wanted to go back to real quick. Go for it. So... When you were talking about how you would come on stage and the director you're working with is is more of an organic style where Mm -hmm. he's wanting you to feel it out and follow your impulses, which I think is great. There's a couple of little things that I think pointers wise, maybe I can give you a little bit of practical tips that might help to kind of codify what he was saying. Okay. Um, So he was talking about moving when the scene shifts yeah, so yeah. when what does that mean to you when the scene shifts? In in the particular scene we're in, mm-hmm. it like she's telling us about a secret. She reveals a secret. She reads part of her mom's mm-hmm. diary. She reads another part of her mom's diary. Uh-huh. Each time revealing another character. There you so go. So it's kind of like a new piece of information. Is the plot mm-hmm. is moved forward a bit. Okay. So that's kind of where I can cut the scene up into segments or like, this is where we want movement. Okay. So do you want to know the f- actual term for those? Yes. Okay. We call them beat shifts. Beat shifts. Okay. So the origin of the term comes from, oh, you're ready for a big theater name. Ready. Uh, a man by the name of Konstantin Stanislavski. Stanislavski. You know. Stanislavski. Yeah, Stanislavski. He... Say that eight times fast. Stanislavski, 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 You messed up on five. You messed up on five. I tried. I got too bold. But anyway, he was one of the, if not the founding father of Western theater as we know it. I mean, he was very influential in the acting realism that we know today. He said that action in a play can be broken down into beats. Um, But what a lot of people don't realize is that he was Russian and he was saying beats. You can break them down into beats. 
but it sounded like beats, but what he meant was bits. <laughs> but because he was Russian, he was saying break it down into beats. And so you now just saying beats, I was like, I'm hearing beats, beats yeah. every time. He was say. saying bits. He was saying break it down into bits, but it's become known now. I think it's just kind of funny little story. Like we know it as that beat shifts, but it, what he means are bits, right? Yeah. So um, when a new uh, like you said, when a new secret is revealed, or it could be something big like that, or it could just be um, someone new walks in the room, or I have a shift in thought even. Uh, words like and, well, so, but, yeah. those usually, oh, that's a beat shift usually. Okay. Um, and he's right. So you want to punctuate your movements. You got to be careful when the director tells you to just follow your impulses Sometimes you'll feel an impulse and all we know to do is walk around. Mm -hmm. And so it comes across almost kind of wandery. Yeah. Where on stage, yes, there are times when you would walk and move with, move with purpose, but there are times that you would plant and that impulse that you feel to move could be a turn. Yeah. Okay. Could be a head turn, could be a turn away from them. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you want to think to punctuate your movements and your beat shifts. Beat shifts. Your beat shifts with purposeful movement so that it's not just, you're having to tell a story with your movement, right? So you don't just want to wander around up there. Yeah. Yeah. So if that helps at all. No, it does. Yeah. I, yeah. And planting your feet. I'm sure they teach that in improv. Like you don't want to sway or rock back and forth. Uh, I don't know about that, but we've. We've definitely um, talked a lot about, you know, not turning your back to the mm -hmm. audience because uh, I haven't got that note because I've gotten it plenty from Caesar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, That's good about that. But other um, other actors are like, remember, like, we can't see your face right there. Like, you always have to be presenting to the audience. And it's one of those, you know, like the the sitcom style dinner where you know, like <laughs> two people on one side of the table yep. and you're like, no I one's love just like that. <laughs> I love Lucy around the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it kind of feels odd at first, but but it makes sense. Like the sh the show is for them, and we you have to just kind of make that second nature. And I, and I'm sure I will mess up and face away from the crowd at some point. But I, I feel like I'm I'm aware of that, so I'm able to kind of keep that in mind as we're going. Good. That's good. A little tip on that too, is that there are certain things and I encourage, because your director was right when he was saying that, you know, you got to play to certain sides of the house. Like I always say to my students, I'm like, well, this part, your granny is sitting right over here in the front row and she paid to see your face and you've been facing out to the left the whole time. And your <laughs> granny's sitting over there at the right. And she sure do, sure does wish you would turn toward her and say that line. So she, she sure could, does wish. So you could, she could see your face. She sure does. So see you have face. to, it's true though. You have to be aware of like, so there are certain things that you can take out like that you don't have to say to the person's face that you could take out to the audience almost like you're targeting your imagination or something like that. Find yeah. ways to, we call it open yourself up. Yeah. Okay. Find ways to play to different sides, find a way to turn out so that side of the audience could see your face. And then you turn to your seat part scene partner and then the other side sees your face. Yeah. Again, it feels uh, contrived at first. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because it's not natural. Because mm -hmm. that's not how we talk in real life. Right. And my but... face has been facing you this whole time. I haven't looked at your door or your <laughs> no, clothes. She hasn't faced away yeah. Yeah. in a dramatic way. I've not way. opened myself up. There hasn't been a beat shift. <laughs> there's been there's been beat shifts, but we I haven't run on stage. To justify I know, and I was trying my to lack be of movement. the eternal acting teacher. But <laughs> my point is that even if on stage it feels contrived, the root of it is your impulse. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have, you have, you felt that 
impulse to move. You're just changing the action to something else. Or bigger in some cases. Yeah. You're making it larger than life as we Boulder. were talking about. Boulder. Yes. There we go. Boulder. So that was what I wanted to kind of touch base on. Hopefully that kind of gives you some ideas yeah, to, to work with when you're blocking. And then I wanted to talk about the role of the ensemble a little bit. Um, because it seems to me like you and your dancing queen ladies, you are working your tushies off. You're showing up early. You're putting in the time. And a lot of it is in, when it comes to the ensemble can be thankless time. A lot of times the leads or the, the team in the room, they forget, (laughs) they may have forgotten sometimes what it was like to be putting in all those hours, especially when well, this this has nothing to do with it, but some of y'all are are newer than others, so it's like there's a huge learning curve there. But that to feel as the ensemble as though you're the the workhorses of the group, that's very common. And meaning to make you feel better, I don't mean that to mean like it's no, I don't. Less I don't valid. see it as negative because yeah. the dancing is fun. Like yeah. that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this one. There are other musicals where you just stand around and sway. I, I'm here true. to do some hip hop. You're you're in it, girl. That's right. I just yeah, I just wanted to encourage you of like it's it's the ensemble is the foundation. Yeah, they really it's hard are. to ignore when when you're sweating profusely and someone <laughs> just shows up for their like 30 minute call time and they leave. You're like, Enjoy your dinner. And you're like man, and your family and friends. I'm here slaving away. <laughs> Um, but what my is sleep, I, I mean, in my shows, I spend more time with the ensemble than I spend with anybody because they're so important. You cannot, I mean, in my opinion, you can't have a good show without a good ensemble. They're the foundation. I mean, they're truly the foundation. So you're doing the Lord's what is, work. What is a musical without people popping out of nowhere and dancing spontaneously together? That Thank you. It's, it's nothing Preach, but, boor- girl. but boring real life. Preach girl. Preach. We need more of it. The only thing I wanted to say on this point was, um, you said something earlier about the director saying enter on this side. And then like the next time he's like, no, I think enter on the other side. I'm raising my right hand guilty as charged. (laughs) My students will tell you, uh, as a matter of fact, we had our first read through today and a student who'd never done a show with me before was like, I didn't bring a pencil, but is a pen okay? And I just laughed in her face. (laughs) I said, and then I looked at a student, another student, I was like, why pencil, not pen. And they looked at her and they were like, she changes her mind all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And so I uh, shout out to your director. I feel his pain. Um, I will, I, sometimes I don't see the forest for the trees. So it's like, I'll tell you to enter on that one side when we're in a small room and it's just you and me doing the scene. Yeah. And then we, we move in. Everything yeah, yeah. I move into the bigger space and I see it. I'm like, well, that didn't make any sense. And now, now I made them look like a goober. I'm like, can you please enter on the other side? And, and it's annoying as an actor. I know for sure, because you've committed it to your muscle memory, you've written it down and now they're throwing a change at you last minute. It's, it, it can be tough. So no, it, it's, it's not that bad. Like I totally get that you're going to see things and be inspired or realize things mm-hmm. once we're all together and you see it coming to life. It's just like, Oh shoot. Which, which, which one is this? Oh dear. You're like, well, and you're, stage left, stage right. So many, so many options. Well, and also you're trying to piece together the whole show right now. So yeah. you're half the time. You're like, which scene Do are we, we take in? off the chairs? <laughs> we put the chairs back on. Do what page is this? In? What scene are we in? Yeah. And so you're, you're, I'll say it again. I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but you're literally right where you're supposed to be. You're right on schedule. How many weeks do you guys have left? I think four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have Lindsay. You don't understand. You have so much time. 
That's you good. have so much time. It feels like it's flying time. by. Like, it is. Because you're like, and it's like, oh gosh, another week gone, and we only learned one more song. It is. It is. <laughs> Not even the whole one. And it will fly. But how much have you learned in three weeks? Have you gone through all the music? All the music, but we're not we're not nailing the music. No. Like I said, like while we did the run throughs, we missed a lot of parts. We but, weren't confident in our notes. But learning phase. Okay. Is the learning phase of music over? Yes. Is the learning phase of choreo over? No. Okay, so you well, still have a few numbers to just choreo. A handful, but most of the, the challenging, really upbeat, the big like, vigorous done. ones. Yeah, we have those to practice with. Your scenes that you're in. We've ran through and okay. blocked. So that's what I mean. The data collection phase. You have to okay. view this first three weeks. You're just collecting data. Okay. Okay. So the next four, no, the next three weeks, cause you have tech. So we're going to count tech as its own thing. So the next three weeks, of course you still have a couple of numbers you need to run and I mean, learn. Um, but I would view the next three weeks as now sharpening and refining. Okay. You think that you've sharpened and refined and you have, it's definitely taken steps forward, but now that you know it, and all the now you know all the pieces, it's putting them all together. That that's where you're at. Yeah, yeah. and that's gonna feel tough at first. Okay, cool. Um, that's good to know because I I can't remember if we already talked about this on here. So stop me if we did. We'll edit it. Mm. Um, my my dancing queens and I, since we a lot of us we don't have like real experience with the musical, we're like, mm-hmm. are we on pace? Are we really far behind? We, oh no, you like have, we you don't know. Me. Like we're dancing and we're trying, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh gosh, have we? Should we be proud of ourselves or very embarrassed? We are unsure. <laughs> you should be proud of yourselves. Always. Always choose to be proud. Because here's why. You're put it's you're putting in the work. Here's where you would not be proud of yourselves. And this is where I'm sorry, parents of today's children, but this is where I have and I'm not a parent. I'm only a parent to my hundreds of students, but I'm not a parent in real life. But this is where I get a little as a theater director. You don't have a right to be proud of yourself if you haven't done the work. Yeah. And these these days, these kids these days, they're always about, you should be proud of me. I'm proud of me. I'm like, well, did you put in, did you put in the work? And you guys have a right to be proud of yourselves because you're doing the work. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you're, yeah, you're fulfilling your part more than. So that's my take. That's my hot take. Nice. Did you have anything else? Because I have something I've been okay. What? very eager to talk about. Only if you're done with kind of like the things we want to cover. Because this notes. is not really related to this week's episode. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to say about all the things you said. Um, oh, the last... Moving moving to the stage from rooms with mirrors can be really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're in the front row and you can't see what's going on behind you. I know this is going to sound cheesy or maybe too simplistic, but my advice on that one is fail big. That's the perfect segue <laughs> because we mentioned fail big. I can't remember if we've really talked about mm-hmm. um, that saying on, on air, mm-hmm. um, but as a refresher, in case we haven't, that's a saying that you always say to me, fail mm-hmm. big, I do. meaning, you know, give it everything you've got. If you're going to fail, fail in a big way. Mm-hmm. And I have been trying to come up with a sports analogy for that Mm. because that's what I'm tasked to do here. It's what I bring to the table. I love that. And I thought of one today. Ding, ding, ding. It came to me out of nowhere and I was thrilled. (laughs) Tell me about it, please. So 
Back to baseball. This week, I guess we're talking about baseball. So there was a pitcher for the Yankees, Mariano Rivera. He was a closing pitcher. Okay. That, if you don't know a lot about baseball, I won't pretend to be an expert, but, you know, starting pitchers will come out and you can only pitch, like, so many uh, mm-hmm. throws because you like your arm health and all that stuff and mm-hmm. also, like, strategies behind bringing in pitchers oh. with certain skill sets for certain types of batters. Okay. Anyway, so he was a closer, meaning they pull him in at the end of the game to try to close out the win. Uh, so... He, I read his book years back, and one of the things he always says in, in his book is never lose on your second best pitch. Never. Hold on. Let me process that. Never lose on your second best pitch. Ooh, I think I know where this is headed. So, yeah. meaning, because, like, there's strategy involved when you're on the mound, and, like, all at that level in the major leagues, they're watching film, they know everything about uh, statistics and what mm-hmm. you're likely to do and all this mumbo-jumbo. So, like, you may be tempted to surprise them with something else but he's kind of saying like go with your skills it's your best because it's your best yes and you're not you're not going to feel good about yourself if you walk off not of putting forth your best mm-hmm. and i was like this may be what i've been looking for and uh-huh. i'll keep trying to see if there are more no i think you're close because for sure. you're saying you know like don't fail doing it halfway right don't fail not putting your best mm-hmm. foot forward fail knowing that you gave everything you got yes. and then you can feel good about yourself just anyway yeah that, that's all don't lose on your second best pitch should have gone with your best pitch yep and that way boom bam and that way when you lose you could say i gave it everything i had exactly i left it all you have no regrets right i like that a lot sports analogies for the win just really proud of myself i'm really proud of you too (laughs) that is a good one because you're here's the other thing you're about halfway through right now you're in the thick of it you really are. You're in the like literal thick of it. And it's also emotionally vulnerable to put yourself out there. Again, you're with a group of people you don't know yeah. doing a thing you haven't done before. And so to fail big really is hard because there's so, it's so many implications in two little words and yeah. so many ways it can manifest or whatever that yeah. means for you. Yeah. No, I, I just, I love that saying. You, you guys, Morgan is amazing. Oh, I meant to talk about this earlier. So Morgan and her job, she's the director but she does, like, everything for these kids. So, like, in my production, we have a director. We also have a person in charge of music. We have a choreographer in charge of... We actually have two choreographers. So we're up to four people now. Uh, and then there's a stage manager. There are five human beings helping us put this show together. And Morgan does all of it. She would always say this. And I just think, cool, yeah, you have a full-time job and it takes time. Like, that's that's probably normal. I don't know. And then we get here. I'm looking around. Like, what are all these people doing here? It's a team, What girl. What is happening? And Morgan's like, oh, yeah, I just, I just do it all. It's just like all in my brain. I just, you know, pull it out and I just make it look amazing. And then these kids are just, you know, choreographed perfectly and they all are uh-huh. motivated by me and I'm just awesome at what I do. It's incredible. So Thank I wanted you. to... Say how impressed I am, because you always tell me that you're proud of me. I, I feel like you're you know, becoming kind of my mom in that way. Oh, I love in you. In a positive way. But I just, Aww. it just like hit me one day. I was like, Morgan does all of this, and that's amazing. Thank you. It's, you know, directors take all the blame and none of the credit. <laughs> You well, know, I'm giving you director. all the credit today. You oh, get thanks. all the credit today. I, but I, I don't like to take credit for the work that my actors do. That's the thing that it, that as an actor would always bother me in directors is it's like, no, we're up here working our butts off for you. And so that fact is never lost on me. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I just feel like it, it's a team effort. The coach is part of the team in a way. Oh, like, thanks. The coaches put in so many hours mm-hmm. that aren't seen. The players are the one out there 
being watched and, mm-hmm. and, and making it happen. But you came up with that strategy. You put mm-hmm. in hours. Morgan's telling me how she's like up at 4 a.m. this morning oh, thinking about oh, things bleh. for an upcoming show. I, mean, I was asleep then, but that's really awesome of you to care about your kids and your, your craft. Well, I don't think I have a choice. Like, I think my brain just will not shut off. I've been, I told Lynn, I've been dealing with some insomnia lately. I've been waking up really early in the morning thinking of these shows, just music and staging in my head. And right now, I'm, as I've said, I'm doing Romeo and Juliet and where there's several dance pieces in it and four to five pretty complex sword fights and some stage combat. And, um, I'm just so stinking proud of my students. Like they're just, they're my heroes every day. And I don't know. My job is to serve them. I know that sounds super cheesy, but like, thank you. It means a lot, but it's, it's one of those things where I'm actually doing what I went to school for, which is crazy. (laughs) Like I'm actually getting to do what I trained to do. So I'm pretty grateful for that. That's fun. But uh, all of that started with like one of the things I love about you is how motivational you are and, and the fail big thing. I feel like I take it with me to work. I take it with me Aww. in all aspects of my life. Now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, just feel big. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, doesn't matter. You. I'm, I'm just going to give it all I got. This, this is me. Um, this is me and no apologies. This is the voice in my head that pumps me up before things. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Pump up Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Feel big. Just, oh just you know, you know, feel big. <laughs> I love her. Okay. Real, real quick. Let's check in on homework. So I, I gave you some homework last week to create a Pinterest board for your character's costume. I want to name for effort. I did not do a Pinterest board, but I I don't regret it. I don't regret creating another account with a password. I have to remember. She ignored me. That's not true. what she's saying. What I did is I ordered my Converse shoes. Okay. Which was the, one of the things the director said. I just color. They're black. He wanted black Converse. They're high top, all star. Fancy. Uh, he said, I just see her wearing those the whole show. So while everyone else is dancing in those heels, I get to be chilling in my kicks. Mm. Very excited about it. <laughs> um, Work, girl. Then I reached out to a friend who's really into fashion, and I sent her, like, hey, I need to make my own costume. Here's the notes my director gave me. He okay. said, uh, Katy Perry and her Friday night video, uh, maybe a sweater with a kitten, maybe socks with kittens. I was, oh I'm not God. sure why we're you know so fixated on the kittens, but that's the direction <laughs> I got. And she sent back, like, parentheses, screaming, I can't wait. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so she's going to help you. Okay, so so you're right. Yeah. You don't so need I, a Pinterest board. So I've solicited a human Pinterest board. She, but she said... Does she need a shout out? She does. Her name is Mel. Mel! What's up, girl? Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. Thank you in advance. But uh, if you're familiar with the term mood board... Uh, mm. It happens a lot in, uh, I, so I work on uh, a website and so in creative design, sometimes mm-hmm. people do a mood board to kind of like, get, it's a Pinterest board in the professional world. Got it. So I, I work with Mel and so she was like making a mood board tonight. <laughs> <laughs> mood board. I like that word. So I didn't make a Pinterest board. I delegated that. She hired, more qualified she hired an assistant <laughs> to make her mood board for her. Hey, that's fine. I love that. You completed your homework. You do get an A. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, you get an A. Bye. Did you write your bio? Oh, crushed it. Okay. By crushed it, I mean, I wrote it. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Feeling good about it? Yeah. It, it was very under underwhelming. Oh, <laughs> just, okay. Just, just very normal. Run of the mill. It won't jump off the page. But you weren't you? nervous about it anymore. No, no, no. Because I knew what right. I went with your... Um, Lindsay is thrilled to be in her first show at NTPA. There you go. And I talked about improv. Blah, 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 blah. Good. I really wanted to do the bit about... 
the singing in showers. Yes. Dancing in front of mirrors. I, I, I leaned away from it. Okay. I, just, I that's felt fine. like... You're profesh. That's right. I, I wanted to put forward the, the utmost serious and professional She's very look. professional. Yes. She'll be wearing oh, and we, blazers. The, this was really nice, actually. One of the guys uh, in the show, one of the dads, he... Uh, he he's a photographer, so he was like, "Hey, if anyone needs a headshot, I can bring my camera. Oh, we can just like snap cool. some before rehearsal." So I was able to get a photo because what I realized is I only have vacation photos of myself where I'm backpacking <laughs> and I haven't showered for five days, and I don't look very nice. <laughs> so you got a headshot. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. You just played that off like it was no big deal. You got well, a headshot. It, it was funny because he was like, "Let's do one without you smiling," and I just very much struggled with that. <laughs> oh, like a serious one? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, that's not easy. And even, like, he got one where I'm not, like, mid-laughter, um, but it's still just funny because I can see it. I'm just, I know what I'm thinking, and I know I'm thinking I look ridiculous, <laughs> and I can I can, t- I can see it in my eyes. You're thinking you need to fart or something? I'm Who just knows? kidding. It's, it's just, <laughs> I'm thinking that. I can't believe I'm not smiling right now. I just Aww, look so silly. And then you just feel, like, all in your head about it. Oh, the best part about this? Uh, Caitlin, my music buddy, who mm-hmm. we call, uh, shouted out a few weeks ago, she was there also. So she takes the headshot. It's literally snap, 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 done. He took like 15. <laughs> and she was like, well, I've done headshots before. I was like, you're just naturally beautiful. However you stand. That's great. He's like, chin up, chin down, shoulder this way. Da, da. Oh, no. Can you stop laughing? <laughs> Can you stop laughing? No, sir. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I will not stop laughing. Thank you. Get your camera out of my face. I'm sorry. No, thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking my headshot. <laughs> thank you. You're amazing. Oh, uh, you're a camera god. No, it's tough. I struggle with the serious ones as well. I looked, my jaw gets really set and I look really angry and my brows get angry. So I feel you. And also that. headshots are very close up. I know. It's awkward. He said it and I thought, goodness, I why did we zoom in all the way? I totally identify with you on this conversation. Because again, again, going back to the whole film thing, how I'm bad at film. Also, like when a camera gets in my face, all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, what's happening? And I'm like, can we always, about my face. can we always include the torso? I feel better if the torso No, it's called a headshot. How about a torso headshot? No torso it shots. It can be hyphenated. Girl, <laughs> that's too much to ask. Torso hyphen head shot. It's torso hyphen headshot. Okay, so your homework for next week. You said something earlier. I already forgot. Oh, poo poo. What was it? Oh, we will never know. It was something for next week that you if gave If only yourself. we recorded it so we could find out. <laughs> Whatever it was, you came up with something and it was good. It was so, so good. So we're going to re-listen to this. I'm going to tell you again what your homework was and you're going to do Oh, uh, a spacewalk. Oh, yeah. We'll do a spacewalk. That's Nailed what it was. It. We'll do Nailed a spacewalk it. and figure out where your character uh, leads from. Good. So that's your homework for the week. Anything else you're feeling? Oh, well, what are you guys focusing on next week? I really don't know. I just know that we're supposed to be off work. Off, off work? work? <laughs> I was typing spacewalk and it autocorrected to work. And As you were saying, off book. That's exactly. We're supposed to be off book. So I don't really know what what's next. How are you feeling about being off book? Um, the lines aren't that hard since um, it's only like six and it's dialogue to where, like, it's an obvious setup to where someone says something and I'm responding to it. So okay. um, I feel like that part's um, fairly simple. It's really more so the music okay. that, that I'm worried about, but I can... Uh, well, on... do some of the tips. Oh, that was my other about. homework. The listening. Yeah, to the there you go. Do some of the tips that we talked about, and we'll check in next week and see if that helped you a little bit. Okay. And try this would require some. Well, okay. You want a real pro tip? I want a real pro tip. I didn't come here for the amateur. Program. You want a real pro yes. tip? Okay. Go to YouTube and pull up the OBC on YouTube, and okay. you can adjust the playback speed to make it slower. Ooh. 
That's a real pro tip. That's a real pro tip. You could slow it down to super slow. Because that's what I was going back to you saying that, like, it's real hard to practice all the things together full speed. Okay. I would, like, go to YouTube, pull up the score on YouTube, slow it down, and practice doing the singing, the dancing, and being on the right vocal part. Okay. While it's slowed down. Nice. Okay. Ooh, that's a real pro tip. That's a real pro tip. Um, no okay. more of the fake pro tips. No more fake pro tips. Real, only real pro tips from here on out. Good to know. So we'll check in again next week. You can do this. I say it at the end of every week, but you really can. You're much further this week than you were last week. Yes. Even though you had some, some things to overcome this week. Dig deeper. Push forward. Fail bigger. Fail bigger. If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at Stage Right Pod. If you want to look for tickets to Mamma Mia... They open February 22nd at North Texas Performing Arts at our Willow Bend location. You can get tickets at ntpa.org. And I think that's all we have for this week, Lindsay. Everybody, go out there and fail big! We're so cute. (laughs) 